Do you feel overwhelmed by your circumstances? Are you trapped living each day in survival mode? Are you left feeling depleted and exhausted in everything you do, including your health journey? My mission is to help you break free from living this way and teach you how to grow strong from the inside out so that you can ditch the idea of measuring up to impossible standards and start enjoying the act of taking care of yourself instead of dreading it. Get ready to experience life-giving transformation through wellness, a 360-degree approach that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Discover how you can achieve lasting results that will carry you throughout your health journey. So, please join me as we discuss fitness, faith, and fearless living. I'm Jessica Coleman, and this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on Faithfully Fit Motherhood. Today we are talking decisions. Now, I was inspired by a recent um, podcast actually that I heard from Joyce Meyer, and it was about decisions and how wisdom and discipline and self-control really shapes our lives. And one of the things she said in the podcast that resonated so highly with me is do now what you know will pay off later. So on that note, I want to share with you a couple of verses. So the first one is Hebrews 12, 11, and it says, for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Oh, that is jam packed. That scripture, I honestly might write it down and put it on my post-it in the on my wall because it is so true. In the moment, Let's let's do wellness as an example. So, for instance, your health in the physical sense. In the moment, your workout is painful. You having to get out of bed in the morning and hear your alarm clock is painful. You actually having to say no to social media and yes to planning your workouts is painful. It's not instant gratification, but that is what we struggle with so much in today's society is we want everything to feel good right now. But when we focus on that, we are only getting those instant results. They fade, they go away. And what we don't realize is every seed we plant, even if it's just you know, not even realizing that you're you're even planting seeds. <laughs> like the, the simple act of choosing social media over your health is <laughs> a choice and it's a seed you're sowing. It's a decision and that reaps benefits or not benefits, sorry. <laughs> no, that reaps a harvest. Now, 
what kind of harvest that reaps will be dependent on what decision you make. So let's go back again to the scripture. So although it seems painful now, making decisions that are are good in nature, maybe not pleasant, but good in nature, right now, it will re- it will later yield peaceful. Let's mark that word as a highlight, peaceful fruit of righteousness. Okay, so you are going to reap peace and you are going to reap the fruit of righteousness. Okay, so you're going to have goodness in your life. So instead, let's go back to that wellness example, instead of worrying about the instant gratification of feeling like you're, um, you know, entertained or you're checking out for the day while you scroll through social media, you instead intentionally go and do a workout, which in the moment is painful. But as you continue to do that with discipline, you reap good health. That is the harvest that you will reap. You have also good mental health. You have the you have the character of discipline to carry into your other areas of life. You can carry your act of discipline into your career potentially or or motherhood. You know, discipline in the fact that right now I don't get sleep. As a new mom, you may not get sleep because your baby is crying and in the moment You're like, man, this is painful. But when you nurture and you love that baby and you continue your your role as a mom, you will reap the benefits of a a child who is, is grown into a healthy, happy, lively human being. You know, if there's there's consequence and alternative, and there's there's results from every decision we make, whether we make that whether we know it's a decision or not. So I also want to go to a, um, or mention, sorry, I want to mention a book that I've been reading. It's called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And in that book, he's very good at clarifying how we are so caught up in the present um, concerns and all the little problems that we have that uh, we actually end up wasting a lot of our time trying to solve these problems with trying to salute come up with solutions to these immediate problems instead of taking a step back and looking at our core values which i think is a great way to supplement this scripture because this scripture is is great but let's take some practicality to it and say so how do we know what decisions to make How do we know which ones will reap a good harvest? So what I say to that is first, the Bible is practical and it is applicable to today's life. It will guide you and give you a blueprint on how to live well and to prepare us in character and and prepare us well for the day that we meet the Lord in heaven and we have our eternal rest with him. So how do we determine what decisions to make? So let's talk and dive into 
core values. So what do your core values look like? And it's really important to actually take time out of your day to determine this, like actually write it down. What in your life is important to you? So just some examples. Is a loving relationship with your family important to you? Is your health important to you? Is living in a way that is going to encourage and uplift others important to you? What are your core values? What are the principles in each area of your life? So relationships, personal-wise, career-wise, you know, all of those different avenues What do those look like for you? Do you want to be, if you're a manager or a boss, do you want to be the type of boss that is, you know, encouraging and and helps other people aspire to what their purpose is in life? Or what what do those look like to you? What, What is your why? What do you see as being priority in your life? So once you establish what those core values are in each of those areas. Let's look at what your why is. Why do you want to have a good relationship with your family? Why do you want to be a good manager? Why do you want to have good health? Look at your whys. Dive into those as deep as you can. Keep asking more questions. Find roots. Roots are those those deep internal things that are going to keep you going. So when you consider all of these and you really take time to think about them, then another area I recommend you to move into is to set boundaries. So let's take health and wellness. So first example was what is your core value? And one of those might be health. I want to have good health. Well, why do you want to have good health? So that I have energy for my children and for my family and so that I'm able to nurture them for a long period of time in my life and that I am able to live joyfully for them. And you could dive really deep into that. You could go into super deep detail, deep detail, deep detail. But so, okay, so we figured out our core value and our why. So now we're going to set a boundary. So we're going to say, okay, what in my life should I be saying no to that doesn't help this core value? That doesn't help this why? So should I be saying no to maybe my deep fried chicken that I love every Friday night? Should I be saying no to, I know I say this so many times, but I'm so uh, passionate about this one because I used to be this way too. Um, When I first had my son, I thought my my checkout time was social media. Scrolling through social media was my, my checkout time, but it did not serve me. It did not help me. In fact, it led me to comparison and it led me into things that were negative instead of refueling myself and, and building myself in positivity from prayer or from reading books that are really good and, and fruitful or listening to worship music or working out my body or eating a healthy food or doing something to actually nurture myself. 
So maybe that boundary looks like instead of scrolling through social media every free minute I have in the day, you actually set a specific time in your day strictly for social media. And I know, I know that sounds like extreme because it's only natural for us to grab our phones nowadays. It's, it's human nature at this point. <laughs> but instead of doing that, schedule time, just like you schedule time for a workout, schedule time for social media. Set boundaries for yourself. Be okay saying no to things that aren't going to serve you. Maybe your friends are going out for beer and wings tonight. Not in COVID, of course, but, you know, if, if you're not comfortable with that, then say, sorry, guys, but I'd love to have you over afterwards. We can watch a movie or something. I don't know. But be okay with your boundaries. Be okay with the things that don't align with what's important to you because, I mean, if we want to reap good harvest, we have to learn that we can't do it all. You can't, you can't, during, during seeding time, and I'm married to a farmer, so now I'm starting to learn this. <laughs> I never was on the farm before, but during seeding time, you have a focus. There's no, there is no saying yes to anything but focusing on your seeding, focusing on planting and fertilizing and making sure everything is in proper place, not perfect because we have, <laughs> we have an episode about perfection, but what is important to us? What, what are we trying to do? Because if we take our focus off of it and we don't fertilize and we don't, you know, do the proper steps, we're going to have a crappy crop. We're not going to yield much at all, if anything. So you have to remember, what what do I say yes to? What do I say no to? I'm not discouraging anything um, in particular to say no to or to say yes to. But I'm, I'm just saying that we need to always reevaluate and go back to the core, the core. And that's where having a hand with God comes into play. He is your partner in life to guide you. He will help you make the right decisions that you need to make and decisions that will help you reap that harvest of, of peace and righteousness because you know deep within your soul that is what God called you to do. That is your purpose. That is where you need to be spending your time. And I know that it's it sounds like, oh, well, how, how do I do this? How do I, how do I manage self-control? How do I do discipline? But the thing is, that, that's the thing. <laughs> you have to, you have to do it. You have to take action. You have to, you have self-awareness. So you're able to understand, okay, I can make a decision then you have to weigh out your consequences and you have to make the decision and you have to follow the action and you have to be okay with your decisions. And you have to take the time to actually, you know, think about everything. Take the time to think about this. And I'll share with you another um, another verse here and it's Proverbs 25, 28 it says, a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. 
So when we avoid making these hard decisions and avoid discipline and avoid the, the not so fun now, but it pays off later, when we avoid that, we are basically opening ourselves up to allowing whatever we want in. And that becomes total turmoil. Think about it. A city left without walls and and it's broken into, that's chaos. That's just so much going on and it's just going to lead to overwhelm and (laughs) it's going to be a disaster. It's going to be a town that's going to have a lot of cleanup. So we end up becoming, when we don't have self-control, we end up becoming reactive instead of proactive because the harvest that we reaped is not what we expect. It's not all of a sudden we're picking up the pieces and we're like, whoa. And, and I don't want you to get me wrong. We don't have to be afraid of making mistakes. Maybe sometimes in life we think, oh, well, I should have done things this way. That's, that's not my intention here. Let's also think that we have, as much as this life is temporary, we also have eternity waiting for us. And that is the most important. What can you do today to prepare you for that? Because yes, we will die one day, but it's not all about what's going to make us happy here today in this moment. It's going to be what is going to get us to a good place for eternity. (laughs) Guys, things got super heated. Woo! (laughs) Um, But I, I hope and pray that you know that all of this is out of love and I genuinely want to help and give you value. But I, I truly think that these verses will give you value and help you because so often we are ended, we, we're, we're left with that frustration and that, that grief almost because we think, well, man, how did we get to this place? But if we would just take a step back and realize we have the power to make decisions every day. And that right now, maybe not everything is, you know, feeling the way you want it to feel and that we're so worried about our own happiness that we forget that there's, there's more, there's more ahead of us. And whatever you choose to do today will follow you into tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that what we talked about encouraged you. I'm so glad you're here and always know that I'm cheering you on. Want more resources? Visit my website, www.faithfullyfitmotherhoodandwellnessinc.mykajabi.com or contact me anytime on Instagram at jess.coleman. Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, please screenshot this episode and share it on your social media so that we can continue to spread the mission of living in the abundance God has intended for us. We are here to serve and lead each other to Christ. So let's set this world on fire with God's love. Be blessed, friend. Until next time, this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood.